Magic girl, public speaking Takes you to the top, no more dreaming Makes you a world-class speaker This a complete system, ain't nothing easier I used to be shy, never had a clue Welcome everybody to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. And this episode is a special edition of the communication lecture series where I take a communication topic and lecture over it. Today I'm going to be talking about the value of research. When you sit down to write your speech, you're going to have to do some research, especially if you are doing a speech that's informative or you're doing a speech that's persuasive. You're going to have to collect research. And I want to tell you the value of research. Well, one, it establishes your credibility. People want to know, and they'll ask themselves, they'll say, why do I need to listen to this person? What makes this person an expert on the topic? Well, if you're someone who is bringing in research, it builds your credibility. They're like, okay, this person isn't just coming in and telling me what he thinks. He's actually bringing in research, and it establishes your credibility. It lets people know that, okay, this person knows what they're talking about because they took the time out to research. So it establishes your credibility right off the bat. They know that you took the time out to actually look up statistics, look up facts, instead of just looking at opinion and talking about your opinion. Research makes your points go from opinion to fact. You're not just shooting off your opinion on what you think. You're actually bringing in evidence. You're showing the statistical data. You're showing surveys. You're showing how you came to this conclusion. You're showing the research that you have found when you're talking about your facts. The value of research also keeps your information current and relevant. A speech about HIV is going to sound a lot different in 2018 than what it would have sounded like in 1993. In 1993, HIV was a death sentence. But now in 2018, you will see that people can live a very normal life with the disease. Why is that? Well, there's been new medical discoveries. There's been new medications invented. And there are more statistical data to show people that you can live a normal life with HIV. And if you're just looking up old information from the early 90s or the late 80s, you're not going to find that information, the new information. You need to keep your information current. Look up the most current information because every day, every day, there are new discoveries with diseases. You know, there might not be a new discovery every day with HIV, but you need to find the most recent discoveries of HIV to keep people relevant and to keep your information current. When you go to a hospital, you want to go to the hospital with all the new equipment. You want to go to the hospital with all the latest technology. You don't want to go to the hospital with the old stuff that they use because the new stuff is better. People choose to go to the better hospitals, just like schools. People want to go to the universities with all the latest research, with all the latest new technology and the new discoveries, because they don't want to be stuck in the past. So that's why hospitals and schools are always trying to stay up to date and trying to stay current with their research. And that's the same way with your speech. 
you want to implement the most relevant and the most current information in your speech. So when you find this information, you need to definitely cite your source. Why do you need to cite your source? Well, there's this little thing called plagiarism that could get you kicked out of school. Plagiarism is simply just using someone's words without giving them credit. Now, plagiarism is very easy to do. Sometimes people don't even know they're plagiarizing when they are. Sometimes you think that you're saying something that's common knowledge, but if it's something that you have found that you had to research to find or um, you're talking about something that someone has written down in a book, you need to cite where you found that information or you're plagiarizing. When you cite your source and you tell your audience where you get your information from, it shows your audience that your information is trustworthy. That's why you should always use credible sources. You don't want to use a source like Wikipedia. Wikipedia is not a credible source. Um, Now, there's more than uh, one way to skin a cat, and there's ways to get around using Wikipedia. You... The information on Wikipedia most of the time is accurate information, and it comes from credible sources. So if you do want to find your information off Wikipedia, that's fine. You can find the information on Wikipedia, and usually at the end of their uh, sources, there's a little number. And if you click on that number, it takes you down to the bottom of the page, and it gives you the source of where they got it. So all you got to do is just... Get your information off Wikipedia, click on that little number, it takes you down to the bottom of the page, and boom, there's your source to where they got it. And it's a credible source. A credible source comes from places like journals and scholarly articles and credible websites and books. Citing your sources signifies that you came prepared to deliver your speech. It lets your audience know that you didn't waste time, uh, you didn't waste their time, you didn't rush through your speech, you just wasn't throwing in your opinion. You actually took the time out to do your research. So how do you cite your sources? Well, a citation is a verbal reference to your source of information. Like I said, your sources should be reliable. You should cite your source before or after your information. Now, I'm talking about citing your sources orally. Now, in English, you want to write your sources down, but this is a speech communication lecture series. So I'm talking about citing your sources orally. So when you're giving your speech, you need to orally cite your source. So you want to make sure that your source, you say where you got your information before or after you say your information. You can use a direct quote. A direct quote is using someone else's exact words but giving them credit. For instance, you could say, in the words of Albert Einstein, a person who never made a mistake, never tried anything new. Or you could paraphrase, and paraphrasing is restating someone else's words in your own words. When you do cite your source, you should vary your source introduction. And what I mean by that is to vary the way you introduce your source. According to is the most popular way people like to introduce their sources. According to, according to, according to, well, that becomes repetitive. So try to think of different ways that you could introduce that source to your audience. Instead of saying according to all of the time, say things like 
In this book, author Tim Jones states, yada, 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 yada. Or you could say something like, the New York Times published an article that found blah, 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 blah. Let me read two statements, and I want you to decide for yourself, out of these two statements, what statement sounds more insightful. Statement number one, teenagers spend too much time with their electronic gadgets. This obsession takes them away from the real world and leaves them unprepared for adult life. To me, that just sounds like an old grandma that's just pissed off at the world and she's just yelling at young people for always being on their phones. Okay, now let's listen to the second statement. According to a recent study from the Kaiser Family Foundation, teenagers spend over seven and a half hours a day using electronic devices, mainly smartphones, computers, and TVs. This preoccupation leaves little time to give undivided attention to homework, family time, and extracurricular activities, all of which are essential steps towards adult life. So obviously, the more insightful statement is statement number two. It sounds more professional, it sounds more credible, and it's more insightful to your audience. So how are you supposed to cite your sources orally? Well, I already told you that you should introduce your source before or after your information, but let's say you get your information from a book. How do you cite your source from a book? Well, you want to use the author's first and last name, then you want to give the title, and then you want to give the year of publication. Let me give you an example with all three of those things included in it. Here's the example. According to the book Assessment for Learning, published in 2010, Violet Miranda noted professors at the University of Hawaii state that, and then she gives her information. Okay, let's say you get your information from a journal or a magazine article. You should first state the author's first and last name, then give the title of the journal or the magazine article, and then give the date it was issued uh, or the date it was published, I mean. Here's an example. In the December 2012 edition of Prevention, author and food director Lori Powell wrote an article titled Power Soups That Describe Healthy Soup Recipes to Increase Your Energy. Okay, let's say that you get your information from a website. You want to first name, give the name of the website or sponsoring institute. Second, give the date it was last edited. And third, give the section of the website. Here's an example with all of these things included in it. In the Learn About Cancer section of the website for the American Cancer Society, last updated in 2013, the section on ovarian cancer says that in the T1 stage of cancer, the tumor is limited to one or both ovaries. And finally, let's say you get your information from an interview. You want to first give the date of the interview, Second, you want to give the name of the interviewer. And third, you want to give the name of the interviewee. And here's an example of all three of these things included. And I found this example to be pretty interesting. Pierce Morgan, CNN correspondent, conducted an interview with former President Bill Clinton on September 25, 2012, and found that Clinton is eligible to be president of Ireland and France. I thought that was pretty cool. But this is just a short little podcast for you to understand the value and the importance of research. So ladies and gentlemen, 
This has been Adam Banks with Off the Cuff with another special edition of the Communication Lecture Series. I will see you in the next episode of Off the Cuff.